You're listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. You're listening to Cockadoodle News. It is Friday, February 25th. 2009. It's not Friday. I was about to say it's Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> it's, it's Monday. Look, y'all, that's like this is the Mondayest, Mondayest Monday. That's how Monday it's been. Yes, indeed. It's, I okay. We got like the the day number right. It's Monday, February 25th, 2019, and we have a jam packed show for you guys. So make sure you stay to the end. We have cockadoodle sports. We have some animal news. If you're an animal lover or an animal hater, like we got both sides covered today. Don't know how that happened. We have weather. We have upcoming events. All of that and more. If you're ever listening and you have an opinion you'd like to share, as always, you can give the station a call. Our number is 803-576-9872. That is 803-576-WUSC. If you can't reach us on the lines, feel free to reach us out to us on Facebook or Twitter at WUSC News. And with that, we'll go ahead and get started. Okay, so here's something that's uh, that's hitting uh, the America pretty hard, USA. Um, the zombie deer virus, some people may have heard, it's pretty much what it is. It's a, it's a kind of mad cow disease where, disease where it's not a virus or a bacteria, it's a prion. And what, what we've seen, uh, or at least what scientists have seen, is that it's spreading crazy throughout the Midwest. I believe last time they saw it, it was kind of spreading to New Jersey, too, along that area. And basically what it does is um, these prions getting to, get into the, the deer system, right? And then they start messing with the proteins, folding them over. And this can cause like dementia. Uh, they don't eat. They start wobbling around. They don't act right. And it's kind of it's it's put uh, the CDC put out uh, kind of an announcement that said, hey, you know, if you're killing deer uh, in this area, you really need to, to first because number one, the prions are very hard to find. Even if uh, even if there are some prions in the deer meat, you won't be able to tell half the time. So they're telling you to be very cautious when you eat the deer meat. There are no reported cases of human uh, of human uh, cases. Excuse me. Um, but they uh, they have tested it and they have found out that the prions can invade human cells. So when you're out there hunting, you know, just be a little careful. If the if the deer's not acting right, you know, stay away from it. If you see it, you know, you know, wobbling around, acting dead inside, you know, it's probably not too good to go and shoot it and eat it. Well, I mean, I feel like if you're a first time hunter, this would be a really good time to go out and get some practice because <laughs> you'd probably have some nice accuracy <laughs> going on. Some easy to hit deer, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of scary for. I grew up hunting. Um, mostly deer and it's really scary to think about like if you kill a deer and it, you may not notice like uh these symptoms going on not every animal acts the same to every disease like it's kind of scary to worry about like the disease that might be inside of it that can affect you so i wonder how like south carolina like dnr is going to handle it and how organizations are going to handle as, it. as far as the reports are known so far it still has not spread to south carolina it's still pretty up north and out mid midwest uh so we're still good for right now, um, but it's a very fast-spreading disease. Like I said, it's just like mad cow. So if one deer is next to another and all that kind of stuff, it's it's really easy for it to spread. I mean, it's not deer season right now, though, is it? No, no not it's until. Not yet. It's not until. Not until August. Fall. Yep. Nope, not fall. Almost fall. Almost fall. Yeah, you're pretty close. How long does it last from August till what? South Carolina goes from August the 15th and January 1st is the last day. Mm-hmm. I still feel like August is. It's so hot here. It still feels like summer. yeah. It's, there, Definitely. there are a lot of res- the first month of deer season. There are a lot of restrictions on like what you can hunt and what you can't, and it kind of opens more up in September. So maybe 
all of the sick deer will just like die off this winter up north and and then we'll be good to go in <laughs> august yeah hopefully uh the disease can kind of phase well, out it can spread to reindeers and stuff too anything in that kind of like general species someone was uh, transporting a reindeer from uh for like a christmas show uh this past christmas and it was infected with the deer virus so that must have been really sad for that reindeer just be sitting out <laughs> there on like Christmas. Do they have a cure for this? Like, no, there's no cure so far. So if that deer gets it, it's dead. Yeah, like if you have like a pet deer, which I don't know anyone who does, but like <laughs> 112% would not surprise me. I know that there's someone out there. Who has, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of people I who mean, have, you have pet, pet cows. Like, you have yeah. a pet deer. I have a friend who grew up with cows, and like she hates them, and her sister loves them. Cows, man. Cows are pretty gross, man. <laughs> They're really cute. Cows are just giant dogs with they spots. They smell bad. They do. Um, you did something there. That's interesting. They're like giant dogs. Never thought they, of it like that. Yeah, okay. Honestly, go watch videos of dogs and cows on YouTube. The cutest thing ever. Great midterm stress relief. <laughs> but you know what's not some midterm stress relief? This attack that PETA, the... The people for ethnical treatment of animals. There's a tack that they, they just threw out a few days ago. Yeah, so recently it was uh, everybody's favorite crocodile lover. Uh, Steve Irwin's birthday. His 57th birthday if he was still alive. Um, and PETA decided that on Twitter they were going to come out with a little bit of flaming. And they said, what, what it basically boiled down to, they said, Steve Irwin was, wasn't that great of a guy. He pretty much, all he did his entire life was uh, wrestle, wrestle animals without their consent, all this other kind of stuff. Which... I, I, I kind of <laughs> listen. I don't. I mean, I get PETA, right? It's like okay, you know, animals do get kind of uh, mistreated in today's society, but they go way too far, right? Steve Irwin's entire life—you can even find clips of him. Uh, any money uh, Steve Irwin got, he usually uh, invested it in like buying wildlife, uh, buying like areas where he could keep wildlife and stuff. He was a huge animal lover, and he had a huge amount of respect for animals. So PETA coming out and attacking him, everyone just got angry because I mean, everyone loves Steve Irwin. He was seen as like you know. This great, cool animal guy teaching people about animals, helping you show how to like treat them and stuff, and then just PETA of all people, uh, they haven't had not haven't had a good uh, track record in any kind of public eye. Fun fact: stingrays were my favorite animals until he died. Yeah, in the post that that was one thing that really got me angry. They said he died because he was uh, he was harassing a, a a manta ray when he was just trying to like uh, kind of like you know uh, document it and like show you stuff. And uh, and it was just it was, it made me very angry as someone who uh, very much likes Steve Irwin. Have y'all seen um, the new show that his family has? Yeah, his family, his no, son. I have not. Okay. Okay. I've seen it either. I it is. I mean, I'm not like the biggest Animal Planet person, um, but his. So he was like a great dad from all accounts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he like really was like a family man. He was a he's a great guy by and all And apparently yeah. his he's a daughter and a son that are yes. in like their mid teens ish. And apparently yeah. they turn out exactly like him and his wife. And like they're all just like carbon copies of each other. And his kids were like, you know, what are we doing? We like we need to have like another animal show. Like we need to like continue mm-hmm. our father's legacy. And they have they just birthed a giraffe a few months ago on animal planet didn't watch it but saw tons of previews for it <laughs> while i was watching tanked because i love watching people make fish tanks it's super fascinating yeah i uh it's it's hard to comment steve Irwin. i think he was like he was like a universally good guy yeah and i think a lot of people like especially from our generation looked up to him he was always on tv when we were mm-hmm. kids and 
this guy just wrestling crocodiles. And Make cargo pants cool. Yeah, he had a cool accent, and he was a nice guy. Yeah, and he was just very passionate about what he did. So you, I, mean, I don't know how you could hate someone for having such great passion for something like that. I wonder if BuzzFeed's article about how men shouldn't wear cargo pants was a was really a hit on Oh, now, now I'm angry at BuzzFeed if that's the case. <laughs> I, I didn't read the article. I, I feel like I should preface that. No idea what this article says, but I have heard tons of people complaining <laughs> about the article. I didn't realize that cargo pants were that much of a travesty. I own like three pairs myself. So, I don't know. There's something to think on. Speaking of that, I was listening to, I think it was a, either a podcast or watching or reading an interview. Anyway, uh, it's very interesting. They say America loves fives. And most people ask, why does America love five? They don't like when anybody gets like to the top because then we have to humble you. But also, like, if you ever go on, and this is not to deal with that guy you're just saying, but just throwing it out there. Like, whenever you get like really low, like, you know, after one point you've been high, America likes to pull you back up. So America just loves everybody staying at fives. So, like, with this of, guy. like, one to ten scale? Yeah, yes. like, on a one to ten scale. Mm-hmm. So, like, with this guy, it was like, he's a great guy. We're going to drop you back down and humble you again. Oh, yeah. 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 You can't speak ill of the dead. Yeah, Especially yeah. I mean, what's I what? you can. No, you you you, you, you can, can if they deserve you can, it. You, you can if they deserve it. I, I I personally don't think Steve Irwin deserves what it. What did your mamas teach you? I think <laughs> the best response on Twitter that I saw to Peta was uh, several articles talking about how, how many animals a year that they euthanize and don't publicize, um, and the fact that Steve Irwin gave uh, his donations to wildlife conservatories mm-hmm. far outweighed Peta's. While we're hating on PETA, um, which, I mean, like, I'm not, and like, this makes us all sound like we're, like, anti-animals. Like, animals No, I love great. animals, yeah. Love animals. It's just that when people do really extreme things and you, you're having a rough day, it's sometimes fun to kind of laugh at them, um, which is why memes are a thing. So, um, PETA has a campaign, if y'all don't know, to change the way we talk about animals, um... They say, specifically idioms around animals, they say, quote, these phrases may seem harmless, but they can carry meaning and send mixed signals to students about the relationships between humans and animals and can normalize abuse. So their suggestions are to change our harmful saying of killing two two birds with one stone to feed two birds with one scone. That's not that's not going to work. That's a no from me. Instead of letting the cat out of the bag, we should spill the beans. That one's pretty... I'm okay with that one. I think we already used that one. Yeah, I thought we already used that one a lot. Um, instead of taking a bull by the horns, we should take a flower by the thorns. That's pretty insensitive to flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Botanists are going to come out and be like, what is happening? Listen, you can't start this. This, I think, might be one of my favorites. Instead of being the guinea pig... We should be the test tube. Yeah. Sounds gross. Mm. <laughs> That's not, those don't roll off the tongue. To, to, <laughs> no, they don't. Maybe they will one day. But instead of holding your horses, you should hold the phone. That's already one, too. It is. Too. But so if you go on PETA's website, these all have pictures accompanying them. And it's not someone holding like an actual landline telephone. It's this picture someone with a cell phone in their hand. Which I feel like takes away from the meaning of this. Because that's not the same thing. Yeah, that's completely No different. one puts people on hold anymore. Really? Unless like, you're calling the doctor. <laughs> yeah, we Damn. just like say, I'll call you back, and we never call them back. I accidentally, like, I put my mom on hold all the time because I'm really bad when, because I usually call all my family members one after another trying to get someone on the phone when I'm walking to my car. 
and then someone will call me back, but then someone else will call me back, and I'm really <laughs> bad at not hanging up on the first person, and I just put them on hold. <laughs> um, okay, some more. Instead of opening a can of worms, you should open up Pandora's box. I think that's one already, too. Instead of beating a dead horse, you should feed a dead horse. Well, how would you feed a dead horse? How? I mean, why would you beat a dead horse, though? I don't know. I'm not a cowboy. Kicking a man while he's down. <laughs> Instead of more than one way to skin a cat, there's more than one way to peel a potato. I'll never say it. That's 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 a no. That's a definite no. Um, instead of putting all your eggs in one basket, you should put all your berries in one bowl. What? Well, okay. What's wrong with eggs in a basket? I think I've I seen it. Stealing from chickens. Oh, um, if you're vegan, you can't eat eggs because you can't. You also can't have milk because it's like an animal byproduct. What about the rest of people who like eggs? Well, you you can't like eggs if you're i don't know if vegetarians can eat eggs i don't, I don't think th- they can i think i know vegans can't i know vegans can't vegetarians I mean, vegans I can't even can, have butter i thought they could like vegetarians have like fish or something it's a pescatarian a pescatarian i think that's pes- yeah it's like yeah that's it my sister's one um i looked up different types of tarians like dash mm-hmm. and my favorite one was a poliotarian and someone who only eats birds <laughs> Yeah, that's disgusting. Oh, no, I could chicken. Yeah, but uh, imagine only eating chicken, turkey. I like beef. Bro, I could know. only eat chicken, turkey. Yeah, like, I like salmon too. I like turkey, mm-hmm. turkey burgers. All right, I saved the best one for last. My favorite one is instead of bringing home the bra- the bacon, you should bring home the bagels. Oh no, I hate bagels. Uh, I would bagel never this morning. I've really just gotten on the trend. They're pretty good with cream bagel cheese. Trend? I, no. I'm a bagel. Never been to Einstein's. I've never been there either. I'm gonna try it the window. It's because the line is too long. Like Chick-fil-A, that's another subject. Okay, um, well, that took way longer than I expected. Sports! Sports, all right. Here we go. Uh, kind of a, an interesting weekend in Gamecock Sports. Some success, some some not success. Uh, women's basketball lost last Thursday, and they dropped out of their tie for first place. But they do have a chance to grab that uh, spot back when they play Mississippi State next Sunday. Um, before they head on to the SEC tournament next week. So Don Staley is getting the ladies ready to go. Um, we obviously we wish them much success yes, as students always. of the university. Um, it'll be interesting to see how good they do. This has been a down year for the program, and it's, it's, good, uh, it's a good feel for the program when you can say it's a down year and you've been still inside the top 20 all year. Yeah, it's like a rebuilding thing, but it's still you're still at the top of the SEC. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so softball extends their winning streak to eight games over the weekend. Uh, sophomore Janet Johns got named SEC Co-Player of the Week for her performance over the weekend. Um, Second weekend in a row with the Player of the Week, right? Yeah, so the last two weekends the softball team has had SEC Co-Players of the Week, uh, which is pretty big. Um, the team is playing very well right now, so... Maybe it'll be interesting to see if they can extend this uh, this winning streak into the upcoming weekends and into more conference play. See how they keep playing. Um, baseball got its first sweep of the season. Uh, they beat Utah Valley over the weekend. Saturday they beat Utah Valley off of a walk-off home run. Uh, Noah Campbell hit. Noah Campbell played three games this weekend, and he hit three home runs. So pretty good weekend for him. Um, and men's basketball is trying to bounce back after losing a pretty tough game on the road to Mississippi State. Um, it, it was, I'm sure it's tough for Frank Martin and the rest of the team to accept defeat after they started up 17-4, to and then they lost by double digits. Um, so they play Alabama tomorrow night, right, at yeah, 7? Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. One interesting thing about Alabama is 
uh, any of y'all who know well, know of Dreer High School actually had a uh, small forward, 6'7", 220 pounds. name is Tevin Mack, who went to uh, – he originally left as a four-star recruit uh, out of Dreer High School and went to Texas and caught, got in some trouble there. And so he decided to um, end up going to the University of Alabama. He's been a really good contributor this year, especially with them losing Colin Sexton, uh, Sexton yes. last year to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So he'll be a home – like a homecoming, I guess you could say to him. I'm sure they'll have a big crowd from the Dreer High School in Lower Richland area. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the local crowd. Um, I think it's good for the city to kind of welcome its its own back in. Um, yeah. And then I'm sure there are quite a few people who wish he would have maybe chose to go to school here. But uh, maybe he'll get a ho- good homecoming. Yeah, I know for a fact. Because as a matter of fact, I was a sideline reporter for whenever it was a Chick-fil-A classic. It was 7th Woods versus... Seventh Woods versus Tevin Mack. It was Dre versus Hammond. It was a packed out showing. So a lot of people probably remember those days and wish that we could have kept some of that talent at home. Yeah, for sure. And the other big thing for the Gamecocks coming up this week uh, and the next week is the NFL Draft. Five Gamecocks are competing in the combine, NFL Draft. Combine, combine. Yeah, or sorry, Combine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, draft coming up in April. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote down Draft. Um, <laughs> combine. So we've got Zach Bailey. Uh, Zach started – started uh, offensive line all four years um he had an injury late in the season that kind of kept him from playing the bowl game well it'll be interesting to see how he performs this week yeah um Dennis Daly Rashad Fenton Bryce Allen Williams and Debo Samuel are the other names competing in the NFL combine this week um Debo Samuel just signed with Nike. You talk about how big that is for a second. That is a huge deal. One thing I've started to realize about Nike is because, like, last year they signed a guy named Deion Kane from Clemson who was, like, taken in the sixth round, I think, and then also Tate from Florida State. He actually went to Irma High School, but that's a different subject. And so what I'm noticing is what they're starting to do nowadays is they go after guys who are taken in the late round. They think they're going to be big talents. They sign them to probably small deals, not too yeah. big deals. And watch them blow up, and you know, as they blow up, they get on those nice Nike commercials and talk about how they came about at the bottom. Yeah, it's cool to see uh, South Carolina athletes getting on these big time deals or with Nike, even though, like you said, they're probably smaller deals. But uh, a brand like Nike, what that brand can do for Debo, and what I mean, Debo can do for that brand. Honestly, he's kind of like Debo fe- is feels like a guy that like kids in the neighborhood look up to, and they're like, oh, Debo's wearing Nike versus adidas like now i'm gonna i'm gonna wear like a nike jacket or shoes or whatever versus these other brands uh debo is projected to go late first round maybe uh first i saw a few draft um projections that had him going to the new england patriots with a 32 32nd overall pick and quite a few that had him going in the second round so uh debo coming off a good senior weekend um at the senior bowl the senior bowl and it'll be good to see how he does in the combine, um, if he can improve his draft stock. Uh, and it'll be a lot of, lot, it'll be a fun week of football. A lot of guys, a lot of guys in the combine this year that are going to be interesting to watch. What what is what is the combine? So the NFL Combine, uh, they hosted in Indianapolis uh, for the last few few several years now. Yeah. Um, it used to kind of float around, but they. Uh, the NFL Combine, they host all these athletes from around the country getting out of college, going to NFL, uh, hoping to go into the NFL. And they host different skill competitions and weightlifting and things like that. And they rate these athletes, and it can improve your draft stocks. Maybe you can get drafted a little higher. 
Yeah, they have everything from, you know, the vertical jump to the broad jump to the 225-pound bench set. What are some other? They actually don't test the squat, which I'm actually kind of surprised about, but they also do, like, catch throwing and catching for receivers and uh, quarterbacks and running backs, change of direction, defensive backs, all that above. Well, speaking of things coming up in Columbia, um, the Black Faculty and Staff Association's Hidden Talents um, event is coming up tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Rutz Hall Theater. In honor of Black History Month, the Black Faculty and Staff Association um, is they're, they're basically having a talent show. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's I, pretty cool. They I, also, mean, I would want to go see like my teacher tap dance on stage. My <laughs> professor. I think that'd be great. Um, Carolina Productions is going to present Shag Night tomorrow from 7 to 9 in the ballroom. Uh, and you all know how to shag? I do. Yeah. yeah I in second do. grade, I was taught. My mom I, made me do cotillion, so I, I also do did it. cotillion. <laughs> uh, what a what a southern classic. Um, and then our last big announcement is March sixth, which is Wednesday. Um, Hunter Gatherer, be there or be square. Um, we're gonna have a show. Um, music starts at nine thirty. You have Bull Moose Party and Paisley Marie. It is at nine hundred Main Street. Um, and then last but not least, because we promise it to you, even though we are running out of time, and Praise Hands Emoji, Praise Hands Emoji is glaring over my shoulder, waiting to start their show. It is true. Praise uh, Hands, Praise Hands, that's good. All right, tonight y'all can expect a low of 29 degrees with a with wind blowing up to 22 miles per hour. Um, you know, I hate the weather right now. It was just hot, really. You really can't, you can't, really can't plan Thank for you. anything. I here. know. Um, so looked on my weather app, and next Monday they're calling for snow. Oh, my God, I, I quit. Um, <laughs> time to move. But tomorrow there's a high of 49, a low of 27, and if you have an 8 a.m., you can expect a 32-degree dip, but it'll rise to a solid 43 by noon. This is impossible. Like, you put up your winter clothes and you have to pull them back down. And it's ridiculous. I, the last two days, the last three days. I mean, this next day is going to be nice, too. It's, it's just mm. ridiculous. you got to keep going back and forth. Yeah. It's, it's a layering process. And I don't know if I feel like really sorry for people who are coming down from up north or people who are coming from like further down south. Um, because I just feel like we have a very unique climate here. In, not just in South Carolina, but specifically in Columbia. Yeah, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> from flip flops to Ugg boots back to flip flops. Well, you know how you solve this by just like transitioning and having like the same clothes for winter and fall? Like, I mean, my winter boots. My, my rain boots automatically become snow boots with, like, a thicker pair of socks. Solid. There you go. And then, yeah, I mean, I guess you, like, carry on, like, multiple pairs of socks to, like, change back and forth. Yeah, put on your hands when you get cold. <sighs> okay. Well, I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> uh, but we will see y'all again on Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 or sooner. If you check us out on Facebook or Twitter, remember that you can find us by searching at WUSC News. We'll see y'all then. This has been Cockadoodle News on WUSC. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6.30 p.m.